Striding Wall Awesome Podcast Radio Hour. <laughs> oh, God. Yo. Do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO. Mellow Grinds. Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. All oh, this melts of crayons for you. <laughs> hey, YOLO, you only have one life. Do you have coilovers? No, beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, I screwed it up. <laughs> Welcome to Driving Well Awesome. My name is Warren. I'm Lane. Uh, I'm Brian. And I'm Art. This is a... Thursday... Sunday. Sun- no, this is Thursday. But it's kind of like a Sunday. Oh, it is kind of like a Sunday show. A Thursday, Sunday edition? Yeah. A Sunday. Mm. Sunday. This is a, what, a rally pre-show? Yeah, this is like a special episode. Oh, yeah. that's true. This should be like special music. Right. That's getting right. me pumped up. <laughs> Isn't that? <laughs> picture the polyester now. <laughs> I wish I had one of those mics that Bob Euchre used to use. They're really thin. Oh, yeah, long, those ones are pretty cool. Long you mic. dildo mics? No. No. no the little tiny ones, this right, with a tiny little mic. head. Your face is right <laughs> this next is to a dildo mic, the man says. <laughs> What's that, Art? You're talking uh, Bob Barker, right? Like little, the little tiny Yeah, what is Bob Euchre, but... Oh, Bob Barker. You're right. Barker. He's Barker. Like, oh, okay, so not Euchre, not the baseball? Not the baseball. <laughs> but he used dildo mics? I don't know. You, you just... No, you said dildo mics. I don't know. <laughs> I'm still learning. Um, all right, we'll move on. <laughs> Lane's turning red. Uh, so rally preview. This is what's going on. We have a an event coming up. And oh, that's... Yeah, that's some good insight. Some people might, Close be to listening, range rally. might be listening to this very podcast on their way to such an event. That's, this is true, Warren. This is true. And uh, they're they're using their wipers right now? Probably. It's pouring. Ah, yeah, maybe. They're sliding all over the road, no. and they're saying, what the <laughs> fuck am I doing on this? Hey, winter, hashtag winter rally. We don't control the weather. Hashtag yo-hole. Exactly. Hashtag yo-hole. All right, so right. Let's, let's start at the beginning of last week, mm-hmm. after the last podcast. Lane and I did a pre-run. Yeah, day after we, we podcasted. The day after, and... Um, so we had a very good friend of DWA, um, Shiro Kuro Street, mm-hmm. uh, Sean Custer, pre-run uh, day one for us, and that's kind of the closest section to our uh, area here, and that was awesome because that allowed Lane and I to just basically do day two and three in one shot, which yeah. was pretty gnarly. It's pretty, you know, <laughs> 705 miles. <laughs> 14 and 14 hours and some change. So I was thinking about that. I've driven yeah. plenty of mileage in one day, but usually I get somewhere different. Yeah. Like I, I stay that place. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We got home. <laughs> we got home. Not just that. And it was all back roads. Well, yep. except for our trip home. But That's true. yeah, this is not zone out on the freeway. Driving. No, this isn't cruise control at 80 and just like listening to a baseball game. This is no. barging directions and yeah. back roads. Like gnarly G forces and maybe you're even taking notes at the same time. I was trying. Yeah. It was not difficult. an easy task. So many G forces. So many G- all the G forces. A lot of uh weaving out of the way of fallen boulders. Oh I wouldn't okay. say a lot. Some a little bit. <laughs> some uh also some treacherous ice driving. Yeah. That was leaving. some like, oh shit. Like this we shouldn't be fucked. we shouldn't <laughs> be here. It says chains required. <laughs> oh, let's no. just keep driving. Like oh it says chains required again. Like oh, twenty let's keep miles. Yeah. Oh, people are sledding. Oh, <laughs> let's keep going. <laughs> now, we had the benefit of nice weather. It hadn't rained in a couple days, four days or something. Um, and it was a really nice day. Super clear. Um, no wind. Nice day. Yeah, no, it was beautiful. Yeah. Super nice. Um, for, so, for the first section, never got above 37-ish, 38? Cold. Yeah. Cold. Yeah, some frost on the side of the road, um, which will be in the rally notes for sure. Um, and then, you know, we we pre-ran it a week ago, like basically almost a week before the rally, but the weather's changing completely, and it's going to do things to the road and the, the places we want to go that we have no control over. Um, so one of which is a dirt section on day one that I don't think we can recommend anymore. Really? It's... Basically, up to your own, you know, proceed at your own risk. Because it's going to be, it's most likely going to be raining that day. It'll be raining the day before quite a bit, and then that day it's going to rain, but not that bad. 
Should I, should I change the route plans? No. No, no. You know, just leave it like that. And then if uh, I'm going to be talking to uh, our folks near that dirt road for an update. I tried my... calling them the other day and they, no one picked up. Oh, I talked to her yesterday. Okay. Um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll see how that goes. Um, so our, our pre-run took us along the route that we had planned six months ago. Like, we put this in motion a long time ago because you kind of yeah. have to. And last year this time, there was hardly any rain uh, in, or hardly any snow in these areas. Well, this year it's been just fucking winter storm after winter storm. And, yeah, there's like three or four feet of snow. Mm-hmm. It looked like Tahoe. Yeah. The road, really though, to so get far. to this place, which I don't really want to say where it is because we might use it on a future rally, is so rad. It's really nice. Unbelievable. And... uh that was part of the reason for wanting to do it, but we can't take 60 vintage or some vintage cars with very high performance tires. Yep. And, and yeah, so we're in my thinking, we're in my yep. new GTI and the whole time we're like, okay, well there's snow on the side of the road, but that's not too bad. And then, we, oh, oh, that's not too bad. It's just on the shoulder. And they're like, uh, okay. There's some boulders we have to go around. Okay, but that's not that's not bad. And, and those like, boulders could move by the yeah, time. Yeah, they come could they it. could move. It'll be fine. And then we're like, <laughs> oh, there's a little bit of snow. It's kind of creeping into the lane. But you know what? I think that's doable. And I think we, that's fine. We'd crest a turn, and there'd be a huge shadow area on the mm-hmm. highway that hasn't gotten sun like for mm. days. And there's complete ice and snow yeah. in that patch. And it's like, well, all right. And uh, it's like a solid like crust, two inch crust of just icy snow, two inches. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> I mean, to where we're going, and I'm like... Like, you can physically you... just see a different... It's like hitting a different layer, you know. And I'm telling Lane, like, basically keep your momentum, because I don't know if we're going to get up this hill oh, without... Wow. You know, and he was saying, oh, no, I'm not losing traction, but you have brand new all-seasons Yeah. in a front-wheel drive car with traction control. Traction control and, like, a limited, and a limited slip, slip and all this stuff, yeah. All that. And, and we're talking about 60s, you know, 70s alphas with with... 200 treadwear or less, uh, rear wheel drive, you know, going up these or, yeah, very uh, light. Yeah. And then, uh, then we get to our, our lunch destination, which we were intending to. And at this point, we're thinking we just probably it's can't, done, we yeah. can't do this. This is going to be sketchy. And if it rains at all, which the forecast showed that it was going to rain before our, well, we almost rally, turned around at one point. Yeah. So. Cause we were thinking we we're not gonna be able to make it out of here. Um, we get to our lunch destination, which is fine. N- hardly any snow on the ground there, but, the next road that we were going to take down uh, is completely closed to local traffic only. So regardless, even if we had made it to the lunch destination, this other road is so bad they're not even plowing it, just saying, nope, closed. So right then it was over. So that meant that we had to change our day two basically completely. And I think we did pretty well. Um, And it was kind of always in the back of my mind that that would be a possibility with the weather we've been having. But um, so... For those listening, that's that's what happened. So the best part of that that er, that trip, actually, that section, was Warren was texting back and forth with Brian and Art in our group text, and then we played it on Apple CarPlay, and uh, <laughs> oh, and it's, it's that it's was a, hilarious. It's a Art with all his exclamation marks and stuff, <laughs> and it's like, no, what? <laughs> that sucks. And the chicks, you know, she's reading it out and yelling, and it's like. Oh fuck! <laughs> you know, like, what are we going to do? Like, <laughs> oh, we should just podcast through texts we, one day, dude. We it would have about... been so good for like the opening of a video. Like we, if we made a really cool video, the we whole thought thing? about including yeah. it. I think you can have her reread texts, so there's yeah. always that possibility. But uh, it was pretty funny. That was our entertainment. Um, so let's see. So past that, we we kind of loop back around and uh, didn't encounter any other snow. All the rest of the roads are good, and the storm that is coming is pretty weak. And the further south we get in California, the weaker it gets, and the better Which chance. Which is good for us. And also, it shows rain Thursday, chance of rain Friday, and then basically Saturday, Sunday is no rain where we're going to be. I'm showing rain on Sunday now. Oh, well, later in the afternoon, maybe, okay. as you go back north. Yeah. Down but there or in Santa, Santa Cruz? In Santa Barbara. Santa Cruz shows rain, I know. Uh, yeah. I was looking down there also. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's not... But it does. Get, it was showing that it gets better as as we go south. Yeah. So, anyways, yeah. The other thing too is, I used to know a photographer who would go to Yosemite to take pictures. He never wanted clear days. 
You want a little contrast. Oh, of course. You want the, the dark clouds, right? Good point, Warren. <laughs> Thank you. I'm trying to look at the silver lining here. Yeah, literally. Um, yeah. And uh, so what else? Um, I'm trying to think of anything else that was really standing out. Um, I think it's going to be great. And oh, so our day... I mean, I don't know. I, we don't really need to talk about it, but our our day three lunch spot uh, turns out it's not open on Super Bowl Sunday. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was great. Yeah, that was pretty rad. So yeah, uh, for I some reason, to get like, that. the entire southern region of California shuts down on there Super was Bowl Sunday. Three restaurants I talked to, and they're totally as of it's their a, web it's as a of, holiday as of their website and of Google listings. It says open Sunday these hours. Yeah, I call them and just have. You know, joking. You guys are open next Sunday at Super Bowl, right? Oh no, no, no! That is one of the three days we take off a year. In the year, <laughs> yes, is crazy. <laughs> Which, by crazy the way, for one spot, two East Coast teams are playing in the Super Bowl too. It's not like yeah. any of these people give a shit about the Patriots or the Falcons. Hey man, no. this is kind of borderline Middle America here. Once I know. You start getting into rural California, everything changes. It, you're you're very right. <laughs> but we saw really, some shit. one of three <laughs> holidays that you take off. Yeah. That's crazy to me. And it's not a holiday, by the way. And, right. and yeah. it's their favorite holiday. <laughs> you know? So yeah, we had a roll with that. Um it's tough. And to be honest, we, we tried our best to pre run everything. Uh we haven't seen every inch of road and it will have changed. The weather has changed since we did pre run what we saw. So Yeah, and we did check out our so the hotels that we recommended and, and that our group, like the two hotels are staying at the second night. Um, we're pretty cool. They're, Big open uh, courtyard with all yes. the parking, so it'll be nice. interesting to see how that looks. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. And then uh, day one, we have a nice – or day two, we have a nice picturesque uh, – we're still doing that, right? The the yep. spot for the yep. picture? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. A really cool spot to take a picture, like a group picture of the cars. Very and, remote. And people and everything. Uh, kind of in the middle of nowhere, like super eerie and cool. Uh, you just expect like Indians to come out and like start shooting at you and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Very casual place. Yeah. Um, Super cash. And that trip we took was sponsored by Lithium, the radio station. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> you're, all, oh, you're on that oh, S- yes. Sirius XM preview right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Free preview. Yep. All in Lithium. That's all I ever need. That's all we did. <laughs> you got to yeah. put the reggae station on. Or the <laughs> oh, shit. We should have gotten Irie. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. Um,. So, yeah, anything else you guys want to add to Rally Previews? Um, Still making up the maps for everybody. Yeah, that's fine. We'll get those printed out and so they're ready. Yeah, we had to basically work on it till last night. Um, yeah, and so it's going to rain Friday. Be prepared. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think it's going to be too bad. That's my... Dude, so... Um, I am a little sketched about the tires on the Fiesta ST. Oh, you didn't replace them? No. Why not? Oh, dang. I thought uh, Dan said he had a nice pair for you. Too. Well, logistically, it was a little difficult. I didn't really have any extra time to go grab grab those. Um, he had two, it sounded like. Yeah. But I, I didn't I didn't have a chance to... I mean, they're kind of far away um, to go pick up. Yeah, and there were also the stock tires, and you then you would have had mismatched tires and... That could have been also more problematic. Uh, better than bald tires. Now, it's unfair to call them bald, but they're like basically at right at the wear bars. Hmm. Yeah, they're I not. They're not the totally. Day, since, I mean, as Warren said, it's not going to be like pouring. It's it's supposed to be light rain. That says shower. It says showers in the be- really early in the morning, and then light rain by like eleven a.m. So you just got to cruise and take it easy. Unfortunately, but I mean, what kind of tires the, are there? Are seventy one hours? Yeah. Oh. The uh, ones that I The ones that on we almost are almost kill me in the nine nine three. Sweet. This yeah, so good, awesome do awesome on the rack. Like so it's just it's it's a little uh it's a little weird spot because um you know, there is some tire left on there. And so I'm borrowing the car from Theo. Like I being a cheapskate, I'm sensitive to throwing away tire you know, taking tires off before they're done. I, I, I'm borrowing his car. I feel like it would be kind of an inconvenience to, you know, just use up his, force him to buy new tires when he doesn't really have to. It's just because it's this super long trip that I would be worried about it, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was, I was hesitating really to, to pull the trigger. It's, it's not cheap, you know, and, and, uh, a week ago, 
the forecast looked like it was just sprinkling on uh, Friday. You know, just whatever they call it, showers or whatever. <laughs> yes. Showers is a little different. <laughs> it, it's not showers, but it's, I don't think they call it sprinkling on the weather no, forecast. No. There's, there's a third name graders, for it. Third graders call it that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now I'm a little embarrassed, Warren. Um, but, uh, sprinkles and rainbows every day. N- now it's looking like it's going to be a little bit more than that. Uh, I think, but, uh, yeah. So what I'm doing, I'm, I'm, I'm basically making a last minute decision to either, uh, uh, take the ST or uh, skip it all and jump in with other people and just like what do passenger stuff? No, no, no. Come I on. Think, no, I think that's actually it. Wouldn't be bad. Uh, okay. I don't know. Why? why uh, do you have such a strong reaction, Lynn? I think you'd have more fun driving. I think that's the whole purpose of doing this. Well, no, I know, but it's it's a little different when it's your car versus somebody else's. And yeah, well, I haven't seen your tires. I don't know what what you're dealing with. Mm. Um, I don't know. I, I think you'd be fine. I think you're going to be totally fine. Dude, I, I drive. <clears throat> for example, like I commute, you know, on all those roads and like the, the TSX Warren saw the tires. Dude, it was do... raining like the day before so, and I was like mobbing, dude. Just a word it's like, unless there's like That's crazy standing water and stuff. And it's, it's not like we're going on the, on the highway at like 80 miles, at 90 miles an hour. We're going on these Slower, back roads and yeah. stuff. It's and it's different. basically, yeah. you know, ch- you know, I'm under control of yeah. how much I want to push I, I it. I think you'll be totally fine. It is true that you wear your tires out like crazy yeah. on gnarly-ass roads, uh, and the the current tires are nowhere near that. Yeah. I'm glad we had this chat. Yeah. I think you're fine, Brian. <laughs> yeah. yeah no, I think you'd have yeah. more fun driving it. I just think it'd be cool, too. Though. Well, no. No question. More fun driving What's it. What's that, Art? Oh yeah, no. I think that that's. I'm, I I was acknowledging the fact that you said that. I'm glad we had this conversation. Uh, yeah. We, we needed to talk this man into driving. No, yeah. I, I think I looked at him. I actually looked at him very closely, and uh, the fronts are eh, a little bit into the wear bars, and the rears are at the wear bars. I think you're fine, especially if you're just yeah. You know, Dude, there's no cord showing. You're all good. <laughs> uh, and uh, and and. You know, Brian's got a lot of experience driving not only on damp roads, but on wet racetracks. Remember, he won practice in the oh, rain. Oh, won practice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right, Art. Good <laughs> um, well, that's cool. Uh, How about anyone else? Any project updates? Well, so just to close that off, I did. Uh, I had the oil changed, and I did. Uh, well, can Henry's? Had the tires rotated. Holy shit. Look um, at you, Brian. Well, I didn't do it myself, but <laughs> no, no, but I'm just... it, it was a requirement of me borrowing the car. So, yeah. Uh, and then also, uh, I had him check, uh, Theo mentioned something about, so he's got Willwood front, uh, brakes on there yep. and he said he has noticed that the caliper bolts are, are not as tight as he, uh, would expect. They're not loose in any way, but when he's done the pads, he's checked and had to retorque them. Mm. So I asked him to check that and they did and they, they torqued them. They said they're, it was like you know slightly off, but it's to spec now. Where'd um, you go? Uh, spot in Los Gatos. Okay. Okay. Yeah, there's. It's. Uh, I forget the it's name. Called but it's called Jiffy Luba. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's very high end. Um. Okay. So rotated. Um. And oh, what color ahead. is that car? Some bright blue. Oh, it's the Ford Racing Blue or whatever. That yeah, thing yeah, is. yeah. Or yeah. That's um, cool. World, and I, yeah. I took it up. Uh, there was major traffic on 17 this morning, so I went the long way, took it up Highway 9. It is a freaking legit little racer. Oh, so now you're in love with it. Um, dude. Because yeah. last time I talked to you, you said you weren't like... I mean... You said you were kind of like a little... It was less... It was like not as good as you thought it would be. Did I say uh, that? Yeah. I think the only thing I poo-pooed was the interior and all that well, stuff. Well, what you told me, you said it was it didn't live up to the hype that you had Oh, I don't know. Did I say I, yeah. I'll have to uh, roll back tape. No, on it that. wasn't on it's, tape. It's, it was it when you handles, came with, It handles better than I would expect. It was when you picked up the package. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it, it, you said your your expectation was higher than what it was. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah I don't know. Maybe there was a miscommunication. I, I mean, it. this thing handles freaking so flat in all turns it's uh i mean it, it it's definitely a certain type of sports car that i probably you know wouldn't go after like the mm-hmm. twitchy short wheelbase thing it does that to the nines like so you can get the rear end to come around and stuff? i haven't gotten to that point yet 
but uh, up Highway 9, it's like that motor has a really good amount of power. It's not like... Is it modified overboard. or does it have a chip or a uh, No, or I, don't, I don't think anything's modified on the motor. No, 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 no suspension modification, okay. which I'm really surprised. So he just really did brakes and tires. Yeah, that's right. What year is it again? Focus ST. Yeah. No, Fiesta ST. Fiesta ST. Oh, Fiesta ST. Yeah. I'm not so sure what 196 year it is. or 7 horsepower. Torque's probably a little more, like Dude, 220 or something. What I was thinking this morning was that motor would be so much fun in a small rear-wheel drive car. Really? What's the power delivery like? Is this a small displacement like Ford? They're they're low, right? The the yeah. torque comes on the power comes on pretty low in the Fords. Uh yeah, it comes on pretty low, but it, you definitely have to work with it. It, it there there are definitely elements of slow car fast. I mean, I don't think it's a slow car, but it's not so much horsepower that uh you know, you're just like uh, barely dip into the throttle and you're good. Like you you have to play with the throttle and you feel the revs mm. and that's all super fun. That's but, cool. Yeah, overall, yeah, like, I mean, throwing that thing into the turns, it, it, it has, uh, you know, very high capabilities. Sweet. It's really fun on bank turns. And, yeah, the Highway 9 is great for it. So there's a section on day two, like, pretty close after we leave our hotel. Yes. It's so Downhill freaking rad, dude. It is like, it looks like a slalom. Like, oh yeah, and like, like good visibility and everything. Good visibility, and the turns are all cambered, but you see, like, see there, it's that yeah. tight where oh, it just rad. looks like a slalom. Not just yeah. that, there's no center line, yeah. no white line on the outside, so it's this perfectly paved. Yeah, and it's like perfect pavement. Track. Oh my god, it's so yeah, amazing. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, that's uh, bringing back memories of the Bristlecone rally we did, and I had the uh, the Mark II GTI, yeah. and there was that one section where we were going up to the Bristlecone. Forest. Yes, yes. And that road was crazy. That road was insane. And it was perfect pavement. And it was over nine thousand feet. Dude, that was so, like that was so much fun. Were the cars yeah. struggling up there? A little bit. I remember mine was mine. I, I don't remember mine struggling. Mine was but, definitely uh, underpowered. But yeah. you kind of slow car fast at momentum and thinking, and, and those mans. and you know it's those perfect roads. Like my GTI was uh, done up to be really stiff, <laughs> so uh, good. and that's a pain in the ass in a lot of situations. Perfect for that situation. Well, this road that Lane's talking about will highlight that nice. for any car. Yeah, that's right. So the GTI did pretty well. I think it did. <clears throat> yeah, it did. That thing. Uh, it was kind of we ideal. Kind of saying like, what what other car would we really want? I mean, really? Yeah, wow. because it kind of was under the radar. We're we're out in the middle of nowhere, and you don't want to be in a flashy car. Um, so black hatchback, uh, plenty of power. I mean, capable of well over the speed limit all the time. Um, brand new tires, good brakes, uh, nice interior. I don't know. I mean, it, it checked a lot of boxes. Dude, I'm really impressed with those seats. I want to try them out. They're pretty sweet. Yeah. I'll bet they worked well on the, yeah. on the pre-run. Yeah. Yeah. No, they did. Um, no, it was great. Really nice. Um, let's see. Project car updates. I... So I got new tires, uh, BF Goodrich's. I love the, 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 you sent us a picture of, oh, you should post it. Uh, but I was like, the, <laughs> the, 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 the tires, it's like, what does it say? What's the one, the quote you like, sent us? Crisp handling. Crisp handling. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, advertising uh, that they're radials. Yeah. yeah. And I had to go <laughs> on to like Tire Rack to look at the description of those tires, like what they are. And, and you know, it's like a a perfect high performance all season for your muscle car. Yeah, it's basically does it all. <laughs> yeah. What do you need with white letters? It's like the Swiss Army knife of tires. Yeah. Um. Yes. So white letters out. Um, mounted and balanced by my buddy Phil last night at work. And then I also replaced the spare tire with a good used BF Goodrich. My it, okay? it, it fits. I mean, the diameter fits, but it's too tall now. Oh, wow. 225. So it is like an, an inch. It has like the parcel board is like an inch off the the floor of the trunk. How does that sit with you? An inch high. I mean, does it bug you? <laughs> <laughs> um, it does a little bit. Yeah. But at the same time, if I ever need to use a, a spare, yeah. I have a perfect matching one. That's nice to have. It's nice to have. So I'll, I'll figure something out. I might, I might make some little pads. I'm surprised those things out. are only 400 treadwear. Oh, really? 
Yeah, I thought they'd be like, dude, they're like you said, a thousand year trailers. What they are? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, fucking crisp, man. Yeah. So new tires. Um, what did you do with the old ones? I tossed. Yeah, those you should have been doing some burnouts or something. Oh, that's probably a good point. I mean, yeah, I kind of forgot about it. Yeah, it like, donuts in a parking lot or something. Yeah, I would have broken something in my car. Yeah, I know that's huh? true actually. Um, so I did an oil change. Uh, okay, so you did an oil change, but you have that uh, skid plate there. So everything's it ha- fine. Has a cutout for the drain plug, but it is not it's well thought small. out. F- no, no, it's totally fine. It's not well thought out for the oil filter, which is up a bit. On the side of the motor, and uh, it leaves a total mess. Oh, you have to get, oh, oh it, 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 it leaks on. onto the belly pan or to the to the. Uh, you, so, do you reach the oil filter from the engine bay or from underneath? Underneath. So, for the listeners, I have a skid plate uh, by a company called Red Forty Six. They make E thirty skid plates. I think they make some other models. You got too. it for last year's rally. I got it for last year's rally. It's a stainless steel, heavy duty skid plate because after lowering my car. The oil pan on those cars is just out in the middle of nowhere. Or and they're notorious for breaking <laughs> oil pans. So. Out in the open. Out in the open, <laughs> not in the middle of nowhere. Um, and so they have a perfect hole for the drain plug. It's completely adequate size and everything, but the oil filter, when you take it off, just empties out onto the skid plate. Could you put like a, a rag like kind of against underneath? I could do like one of those. They have these magnetic, uh, flexible... Oh yeah, things they're made by pig. You know, you've seen them; they're green. It's like a, it's like basically like a piece of lead wrapped in plastic, and you can uh, form it. Oh, and weird! Kind of set it against something so the oil would leak Onto better. It. You know, mm-hmm. um, I should have just been more prepared for that because I, I didn't remember. I was like, yeah. oh, I think it drains kind of okay, and way more oil came out. I was like, oh, fuck! But I just, I just wiped it yeah, off and just brake clean. Right. Um, I replaced my differential oil, which was fine. Uh, what do you put? Uh, I put uh, Redline nice. 7590, and then uh, I did my transmission fluid, and I couldn't remember the last time I had done it. So I I wanted to catch what came out, so I knew how much to put back, like how much came out, basically. And so I I opened the drain plug, and I, I'm getting my thing ready, and like a third of a quart comes out. Ugh. It was <laughs> oh shit. That's so, got like a seep, but that's in the interest of full disclosure, hasn't had much transmission fluid in there. Refilled it with uh, MTL Redline, no difference. <laughs> really, <laughs> still feels fine. Huh. Dude, it's because you got some Z Max in there, bro. <laughs> I know, right? Z Max. Um, no, I don't. I mean, maybe like a half a cord came out, but it takes almost two. So that's Shit. where that's where I was rocking. Hmm. No was, metal and no metallic flakes. In there. Eh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sure. <laughs> but who's keeping track, though? You know. I just. Uh... I just threw away oh, basically an entire transmission pulled apart, an E30 transmission. Was it a bad one? No, it was fine. Why did you take it apart? Uh, because, uh, funny story. Uh, <laughs> you should see the smirk on Brian's face right now. <laughs> we'll be the judges of that. Yeah, thank you, Art. <laughs> Thanks, Art. Um, well, it's a little embarrassing, but uh, I was having issues getting it into gear. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, at uh, Sonoma, basically, like, coming onto the front straight and uh, diagnosed it down to, it must be, like, a synchro thing or something. So we pull it out of the car and uh, try to pull it apart. Pulling an E30 transmission apart is fucking gnarly. It's really difficult. Hmm. Um, we didn't see any issues. We also couldn't get parts. Uh, and so I basically uh, bought a used transmission. Uh, to replace it with. Turns out the problem was uh, my tranny mounts. Everything was so loose <laughs> that uh, I would be, when I was accelerating, everything would just shift and uh, would be so much that, you know, you couldn't shifting get normally, gear. I couldn't get it into gear. And you didn't notice it when you were taking the tranny out of the car? Like, to, to the take it bad. apart, that the mounts were loose? I mean, it, no, not, not then. It's it's one of those things that's kind of hard to tell, you know, if you just look at a mount, unless it's yeah. really oh, wait, bad, so really failing. So they weren't loose. They weren't loose. They were just really worn. Yes. Is that what you're saying? That's right. Yeah, oh, so the mounts were worn, not... Yeah, so basically we pulled the tranny apart, and there was nothing wrong with anything, uh, but uh, it was easier to just get a used transmission. I put a used transmission in... Uh, and with new mounts, and it fixed it, basically. Hmm. Okay. Well, Brian, I appreciate your story because you are very good about being honest about 
yeah. you know, learning from mistakes. And I was trying to <laughs> trying to do the same thing. So I mean, it was it was fucking hilarious though, I got to say. Yeah. <laughs> I I, good, good. Thank you. Good art. I appreciate you. that you got to say that art. Um so that's really <laughs> it. Uh tires, uh oil, transmission fluid, gear oil. Um it's kind of a lot. That's a lot. Yeah, and then uh you know, topped off all the fluids, uh did a little bit of uh, cleaning here and there. I need to get my car clean, which seems so stupid. That's okay. a good idea. Yeah. Before you go any further, Warren, yeah. everybody's dying to know, how do the tires feel? No no difference. Oh, geez, I hate them. How long? Go drive on a back road, though, right? I, I wish road. you had good tires. I have great tires. I know, tires. this guy. I know. They're it, perfect. No, because that's like the... It touches the ground. It's the most important part of everything. Crisp handling. What but more it's do like, I need? It's the most important part of your car. Like... Lane, if I have a ribeye steak, why do I need tri-tip? You know? I don't know, man. I don't know about that analogy, but I don't know. You're just trying to confuse us with your weird analogies. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, it just sucks that you... There's so much fun. Hang on. Art, what? No, no, you're, it was just bullshit. Uh, okay, there's there's so much fun to be had with getting a fresh set of tires. Oh, I've had it so much fun. It should be a fun. huge difference, right? Dude, I, went, I was jumping around. I was fireworks. And, no, no, I mean, like, like in the driving. Cream, no, right? I mean, like, putting a good set of tires on. You feel on the difference, like you know? It's, yeah, it, oh, it's great. Man, I felt the difference. <laughs> you just told <laughs> us you good. didn't. You I said mean, it was you know, exactly the same. It's placebo effect. It was No, really it's no. just that those tires are not like ones that you would you're not going to see a lot of benefit. How they, many have you owned? <laughs> BFG yeah. or LTAs? Yeah. He probably has owned some. No, I had a some. similar cheaper oh. version. I had the U- Uniroyal Tiger Paw. Well, don't get jealous then. RWL. Don't be jealous. Those are sisters of the Tiger Sharks. <laughs> yeah, <All> Tiger Paws. <laughs> um, well, I uh I have a couple updates. Um, I did pick up the 944. I see it outside Yay. of your house. The day after our uh, pre-run. Okay. So I picked it up. Okay. And <laughs> I drove it to work today. Whoa. So that was the first big test. Nice. Everything seems you good. Your gauges plugged in? I plugged in my... Oh, I plugged in my gauges. This weekend, I plugged in my gauges. I put a new speedometer cable in. Oh, nice. Was that a pain in the ass? Uh, it actually wasn't that bad. I mean, the hardest part is taking the gauges out and all yeah. that stuff, which I had already done, so I kind of knew. And then it just, it just goes through the hub. And hooks to that little uh, dust cover. Yeah. And it has a square hole. And the right, the right. wire goes through, and then yeah. it just has a little C-clip. Yeah. So it just spins in there. It's I mean, it's so simple. Um, so I did that, and the speedometer worked, and I was stoked, and all the head, all the lights and the gauge, you know, I, I, set, I hooked them up correctly, and yeah. everything was good. Yeah, but then no my brights, task. I turn on my headlights, and my brights are stuck on. I'm like what the fuck, dude? And I can't. And my my flasher is not working. So I order one on eBay, a new flasher combo switch slash combo, um, you know, turn yeah. signal switch. And then it says it'll be there on Friday, and I'm like fuck. So I had to cancel it right away. And then I go to work on Monday, and I I ordered one from Parts Heaven, which was half the price, which is good. And they threw in the upper and lower clamshells, which one of mine was cracked, so I got those too. Um, I've been going to Parts Heaven for like. 25 years now that? so they like they like know, they know me you. and all my family and stuff. Name, yeah, yeah yeah exactly um it's in hayward so they have the concours every year and stuff the swap meet uh so i go to i got that last night and i come home from work and i'm like i go to put it on and i'm like oh shit this just the flasher thing just has this little finger that fits around the other stock and that pulls the unit. I'm like, oh, it's just not on correctly. <laughs> oh, I thought it might be something like yeah. that. Yeah. So I just like, you have to put them on together, like the two stocks, and then slide it over the column. Hmm. But you can't do it like on. Uh, and uh, So did all this stuff come off when you did the gauges? Is that why they're. Yeah, I had to oh, take all that stuff off. I see, I see. To get the gauge cluster out. So gotcha. I had to take the steering wheel. The clamshell, the the all wipers, the, all the stocks. I had to take all that stuff off, I which see. is like what people consider the hardest part about doing the 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 speedometer cable is yeah. doing all that stuff, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, anyways, I got it all working, and I drove it to work today. Oh, and I got new tires. I got the new tires put on. Tiger paws, right? Yeah, exactly. 
<laughs> and Man, like, if you ever just try to get nice tires? They were so slick just, when I first got them. Like, I, uh, no, I pulled have, out I of the, have that problem. I pulled out of the parking lot and got completely sideways. <laughs> I'm like, holy <laughs> shit, dude! Mold release. What's up? Yeah, mold exactly. Mold release thing. And uh, oh, one funny thing that happened. Uh, you guys can be the judge of that. Yeah. Uh, so we drove the GTI, my brother and I, to pick up the 944 from the tire shop. And then he was driving the, he, I drove the 944 away. He was driving the GTI and he was going to go by his house first. And I have the keys in my pocket. Oh, how far did he get? He got to his house and then he's like, <laughs> fuck, I don't have keys. And he gets in, he just tries to start it anyways and it starts. What? And he can't. And it turns out because I had the spare key when I bought the car, it was in the glove box. Oh, <laughs> nice! Yeah, <laughs> so save. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's a weird thing nowadays, huh? Yeah, it is weird. I kept you can drive it the without the keys. Yep. Like, every time I get in the car, I couldn't unlock the car because I didn't have keys with me. Lane had to unlock it, and then I'd get in and I'd reach for a key to yeah, yeah. start it. I'm like. And yep. it's down on the uh, center console. Just the start button. And then Warren's like, like poking at shit. No, no. <laughs> like, like Zoolander. Yeah, yeah. It's the in files the computer. Are in the computer. <laughs> so in this case, uh, if you hadn't had the key in the glove box, I don't your know brother wouldn't have gotten far because it would have been I wonder, dinging. Yeah. I, like, oh, I bet you're right. Yeah. yeah. I know, like, remember there was that story about um, Lemons Racers and they had a Dodge rental car? And their car broke, and they had to go get some parts at a. At a it was up at Sonoma, and they had to go to a wrecking yard, which is like 200 miles away. So they drive away, and they get to the wrecking yard, and they don't have the keys because the car would make it all the way there. Wow. And then they're stuck at the wrecking yard because they can't start the car. Oh my! Gosh. 200 miles away. That's such a lemon story. Yeah. God. Shit. So I think that's, yeah, that's my updates, I guess. So you're feeling uh, good about the car? It's running good? Running yeah, cool? I'm, f- I'm feeling pretty good. It's running cool. It's uh, running well. Okay. Uh have new tires. Definitely not going to be painted. <laughs> definitely. Oh, definitely not going to be painted. But I did, um, had that broken driving light on the bumper. Tap. So, no, so I did a different, I, I made the little things. And then the, the units themselves, like one is metal, one is plastic. So they're obviously off like different year cars or sure. something like that. The metal one is just tattered, right? It's like rusty. So I sanded it down. I put poor 15. Like I did all this stuff. And then the inside, like the silver coating is kind of peeling off and stuff. And I was like, fuck, this sucks, dude. I'm having to like kind of like rush this job. Yeah. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm just going to make filler panels instead of the whole buckets uh... themselves. So I got a couple scrap pieces of carbon. And I made uh, filler panels for the bumper. Did you paint them? I raw carbon. Okay. In a matte Sweet. finish. Okay. Nice. And so basically that eliminates what those are. Those are like driving lights, right? Yeah, they're, they're driving lights. lights. Yeah. Yeah. I saw, I have fog lights on the car. Oh, nice. That's pretty so, cool. Yeah. Cool. For now, you know. Yeah, dude. Here's JDM, yo. JDM. I think we should probably like, I mean, at this point, just like rattle can like the rear quarter like yellow or something. Yeah. And maybe. Uh, because race car. Yeah, add some uh, zip ties. I mean, we could paint your hood just with, like, spray paint. You're going to paint it anyway. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> All right, Art, project car updates. So going to draw a dick on it. Um, <laughs> so uh, project car updates. Yeah, dude, I've been, like, oh, hauling God. ass every day after work. Um, so I've been wrenching on the NSX. Uh, I did do the transmission fluid, which is shared with the LSD. Uh, so it's all in one thing. I mean, it's shared with the diff. Uh and then it's a I, transaxle. I guess it's a transaxle. I mean, it's attached. The thing is, I always thought a transaxle is like like detached, like mm-hmm. and the like, and it's in the back of a car for some reason. But right. Traditionally, this is a this is a transverse car, yeah. And so it's it's all. Whatever. Oh yeah, uh, huh? But it is both a transmission and the yeah diff. So yeah, it's all. But is it the axle? No. It's, yeah. This it's what feeds the the drive wheels. Oh yeah, but no, it, it's a transaxle. Uh, it's all in one. I guess so. Yeah, yeah right. that's yeah, right. the it, it adapts a motor yeah. to the yeah. The axles come off the, the tranny, right? Yeah. They do. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just a like a 911 or something, or a 944. Yeah. 944. Um, exactly. So that's cool. So I did fluids. Uh, engine oil. Did you have more than a third of a quart of transmission fluid in your car? Yeah, dude. I had uh, the full amount. Came out nicely. Huh. Um, What'd you put I, in it? MT90. 
No. I oh no, you so, put that Honda shit. Yeah, the Honda stuff. Like it has to be this Honda stuff because the the uh, LSD is like really sensitive or some shit. Like people like talk about putting different fluids in there, and then the diff starts acting all weird. Isn't it funny? And, like, everyone has their own opinion. Like the, everyone has their own thoughts on fluids and types and stuff. Well, it's kind of a black art. It is. It is. Well, like, I, I mean, trust that there are some differences, but it seems super... I know. Far, well, I mean, for me, dude, I don't know. I'm like you know? a brown... I'm like we a have brown our own art. brown art right here, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you know, this is what I'm I'm rocking. Um, no laugh from... No, not even a giggle from Brian over there? Yeah. No, he, I, I did. He, I did. He, he tried to hold, uh, hold back. <laughs> I, I did. I held back and then let it out. Um, but, uh, well, that's the, that's the funny thing about this, though, is that... I've never seen more consistency across the board in terms of opinions when it comes to diff fluid or, or transmission fluid, rather. So that's like, easy. Everyone says, this is the one to get. Yeah. Like, don't have, and, and there's stories of like, oh, I tried the red line. I tried the Royal Purple. Right, right. I tried this other shit, and it was a disaster. So I went back to the Honda stuff. Um, so I did that. Super easy. Um, and then I also did the the, uh, the oil. The engine oil was really easy. The oil filter is like right behind, or it's like right next to the rear uh, right wheel. So it's like, like you can literally reach for it. Uh, very, you don't even have to jack up the car, but I did because I have a gigantic fucking oil pan that the... The, you, you, wait, hold on. You probably have to remove the rear wheel or something, right? Uh, you don't have to. Uh, I, I mean, I lifted the car and removed it because I, I slid a – I have a 17-quart uh, oil – what do you call it? Oil pan or oil drip plan thing. Catch, yeah. Uh, catch can thing. So, um, I mean, it's really thick. So, like, I mean, it's tall rather. So I had to remove the wheel and stuff to get – because I wanted to get under there. But Yeah, I mean, I yeah, would normally, imagine a mid-engine car, there's no way to avoid having it be a pain in the ass. Doing, yeah, it's it's super easy. Doing it super easy. Nah, I'm skeptical. <laughs> what do you mean? Just, he just did it. Why are you skeptical? Well, he removed the wheel and everything. I'm skeptical that you could uh, change the oil in a mid-engine car without jacking it up. Well, it seems crazy yeah, to be blown away. Like, with the stock suspension, um, I I bet I could have done it with. I mean, I've I read the. I mean, I went and looked it up, and like, sure enough, people do it when it's uh, at stock ride height. But hmm. I mean, obviously, mine it's lowered and shit. Well, that's awesome. Um, so that was. Um, I did the the air filter. I bought uh, the OEM Acura air filter because it's a really cool color. Um, nice. You know, even though the Apple ones have the. And price. you got that receipt, <laughs> yo. But dude, art. That's I, the kind dude, of thing you don't skimp on if it's like a five dollar difference. Yeah, no, it's it, whatever. Yeah, I know it, it's it's like this really. I'll post a picture of it later, but it's like oh, um, I can't like wait. A, uh, beautiful color. <laughs> it's so beautiful. Um, well, no, it is satisfying buying uh, the factory parts. Totally, that's, but why wouldn't you? That's yeah. my that's my point. Uh, but yeah, no. In this case, I mean, you're not dealing with crazy uh, different price differentials. Yeah, yeah, said. exactly. So, uh, but yeah, the good news is that the the stock air filter. I I noticed it actually from like when I got home after I, I drove home from LA with um you know when Lane and I went and picked it up. I actually did check the air filter, and sure enough, it was fucking filthy, and I hadn't had a chance to replace it. So this was sort of an incentive to do so. So now I got fresh fluids, I got uh, fresh filters, and uh, I also did my. Hawk HP Plus brake pads that are terribly squeaky and obnoxious and impossible. They will be. Um, so um, I I went ahead and did that. Um, you know, I greased the shit out of them as I usually do. Um, I used uh, this uh, Permatex like extreme ceramic whatever the fuck goop, and basically anything every single part touches metal uh, it's like metal on metal you know the sliders on the calipers also the um you know I, I do i go all the way along the edge of the backing plate on the pad and then everyone does our so are those sliding those are sliding sliding calipers yeah hmm. and so uh so i did all that and i went and I, I i i went to just to test drive them down the street like up the hill here and sure enough um i start getting like Absolutely no squeaking at this point, but I didn't even get a chance to like burnish them and actually break them in because I heard all this clattering and scraping and like what the hell's going on? And so I don't know if I ever mentioned this on the podcast, but the the hub on the um, 1552 uh, tarmacs, the the, what you call like the mounting pad of 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 the wheel is like super wide. It's really Mm. thick. And so the caliper originally when I first got them, the caliper uh, bracket was uh, scraping on there. And so I ended up just like taking about a millimeter off of the caliper bracket, and it was fine, and that cle- that was enough clearance. But uh, uh, the Hawk pads are wider; the backing plate is wider than the stock ones by like two millimeters. So it freaking gouged a freaking line like a, into the wheel all the way around. Um, and so uh, I didn't drive too far, but I mean, I saw what it was, and you know, it's it's it, and I, I turned around and uh, I got I came back home. I took the whole fucking thing apart again, and. Uh, and I did. I ground off about you know a couple millimeters just 
uh, a little bit more than than necessary really to give me enough clearance and um and sure enough you know i compared him against the stock so where did you grind it down just on like the side of the pads or something i don't understand no not not the actual material but like you know how you have the pad material yeah the backing the backing plate so so i ground uh i ground off the edge on the outside pad only because that's the one that's hitting the wheel and so the edge Hmm. on one side um i can show you a picture later but Hmm. um i basically took off material on the backing plate like and so that it it, it brought it close. It's like uh, I shaved it down to where it was almost flush with the pad material. Does that make sense? Um, yeah. The backing plate on the edge on the side. And so I looked at the stock one, and this, that's how the stock one is actually. The stock plate, I mean, it, was, it doesn't have like a ton of extended like um, you know steel on the back. It's just like almost flush with the material. So yeah, what a pain in the ass. Yeah, dude. So I had to do all that shit. It took me like half an hour per side. Um, you know, greased them back up. Went and then I went for a fun drive and I bedded the shit out of the pads. And, uh, you know, the, 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 uh, the procedure for the Hawk HP pluses is really fun. Uh, you know, you have to do about six to eight moderate speed stops, uh, but not, um, or slowdowns rather you do from like 45 miles an hour down to like 10. You don't do come to a complete stop and then you keep rolling and then you do it again. And then you do six to eight at like what they call race speeds. And so you go up to, you know, anywhere from, you know, 85 to a hundred and then you, you, you threshold break the shit out of them and then you do that. Uh, as I said, six to eight times, and then you park the car without using the e-brake and just let it sit for 15 minutes. And then it, tra- you know, that process basically builds like, a, um, not only does it bed it onto the, the rotor, but it also builds like a, a, a deposit on the, uh, uh, between, uh, the, the rotor and the pad that makes it grippier, I guess, or something. So, um, I mean, yeah, so it, it worked out really well. I mean, they, they're still, you know, not squeaky they're fine um they're way 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 grabbier like i, I was i i mean i had mentioned this before that i really felt that the calipers uh, and the brake system had plenty of stopping power it's just that the pads themselves are like really shitty like they had no like bite at all and like this proved it now dude like it's crazy like i, I put about half of the amount of pedal effort to like almost completely stop the car from like you know uh, 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 just driving around town you know yeah, that's, uh, it's, that's and then you had to difference. chamfer them too, or whatever. Yeah, oh yeah. So the, I did. I, I chamfered the edges on the brake pads, um, just all the way around. So because they're really squared off, and so if you if you basically round off the edges or just kind of shave off, just chamfer them. Yeah, it um, it, uh, it avoids like chattering basically. Yeah, it limits chattering, and then also like a lot of uh, brake pads but, come like that. Like I don't understand they, why they wouldn't come like that. I guess because they're a. They're just trying to get as most surface area as they can, and they don't care about squealing and stuff. Probably. Huh? That's my guess. Because, like, I, I don't take too much off. I just round them off, essentially. And uh, But I just that's enough for yeah to limit the chatter. And also, like, I've heard that when you have a very square pad that, like, is practically perpendicular to the rotor, like, the material collects right up against the edge, and that's what squeals as well. Yeah. When well, I'm sure we'll hear you coming on Friday, so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah you Still, yeah. Or, or you'll like keep going by us because all that, all that, uh, all that lube will be all over your rotors. Yeah, totally. I've to never stop. done this before. I've had 15 cars with these pads, and it's, 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 it's always. I always end up with the shit on my rotors, and I die. Well, it looks like it would fling. <laughs> I mean, I that's the whole move, right? Well, no, that's why. No, that's why I get. Fine. That's why I get the really like hard. Well, it doesn't stuff. dry. It's an. It's a lube. It's like a it lube. It does dry. Right? It dries. Yeah, it, it basically dries. it cooks. Yeah, it cooks and it becomes almost like um like a dust. Like almost like a rubber. No, like a almost like a it almost rubberizes and that's what dampens the vibration and the sound and it doesn't squeal. Um but here's the shitty thing. Um because I had a freaking shave down the backing plate, I'm not rocking the little shims on the back. And so now I'm now susceptible to some sort of squealing. So he has an excuse. I have an excuse. Uh, no, but, it's not uh, an excuse. It's yeah. not an excuse. No, it is. <laughs> Why is an excuse? That's what the because you could have gone with different pads and reported no, it all dude, together. You right? are when you're doing this job, you have everything open to you. You know, uh, you you just do a brake job. You said that in the past when you've done these, uh, they never squealed. And I mean, you know, you had everything in your power to make the shims work or whatever if that was necessary. Yeah, well, I mean, I did. I'm it I'm, the, I'm the a shims. little. It. I think that unfortunately, this isn't a nice scientific test. For uh, there were two changes. When we talked about it originally, you're like, yeah, no, they don't squeal. Um, but you didn't say anything about, like, taking this extra step of chamfering them. You didn't say that you're using, like, some special goop or whatever. 
Um, no, I think he did. normal stuff, right? I think he's, uh, I right. think he's a special group I thought guy. you were saying special, yeah. But the fact that you had to modify the brakes in order to work, do you uh, think if you bought, I don't know, uh, Brembo, for lack of a better brand, pads, you'd have to modify them? So I did buy new what brake pads for my car. To grind them down so they weren't hitting the oh, wheel. Oh, I see. Would any brake uh, pad I, do it or just the fact I, I don't know. Are... No, I mean, no. Well, the issue with this is that basically it's the wheel that's a problem here. Like it's yeah. not designed for But I'm saying any brake, any brake pad would do that. But you're – no, because your stock brake pads weren't doing that. The stock brake pads weren't doing it. But I, I don't know if like all performance pads – I mean, are, maybe are padges, would, yeah. padges would do that or who knows. I mean, no, yeah, who that's knows? my I mean, point is that – the first time I put these brake For example, I – so I just bought Hawks for the 944. I'm going to put them on tomorrow. But I bought street uh, Hawks, like HPSs. HPS? Yeah. Uh, so I doubt, all, you know, I guess they won't squeal and stuff like that. So who, who makes Hawks? They squeak a little bit. That's a good question. Because if why – I don't get it. Like if they're so great, you'd think other brands would copy them. Other mean? other brake pad makers. There is. Oh, there's no, there's, a ton, there's a ton of good no, options. Yeah. I know, but the fact that these guys have like the name for racing pads. Oh, there's one of them. I mean, no, it's just one. Yeah. yeah. No. Actually, there's a lot tons. of people don't like them. There's tons of different. That's true. Ra- yeah. You know. Yeah. Like uh, they would do. Yeah, they would have Hawk points or whatever. Oh yeah, like, for NASA, right? Thirty. Yeah. But a lot of people would just throw them away because they wouldn't use Hawks. Oh, I see. But like, yeah, I, yeah, there's all kinds. Of and Pageant Orange is one is the one I know about, and then uh, I don't know. There's tons of different brands yeah. though. Yeah, like there's for... EBC, there's Porterfields, yeah. there's like yeah, there, there's a bunch of different options out, out there. I mean, it just depends on what you want. I mean, yeah, like I I guess I just really like these because I like the way that they feel. Like I like the bite. Like and then also like they're really good. They have a really good operating temperature. Like where you have a lot of pads that are super aggressive. Like I've had the the one step above this, and then also the ones beyond that and like you definitely have to get temp into them to get them going and with the with the hp pluses like they're such a good all-around pad for me like i I like how aggressive they are even though like you don't i mean you're not like fully fucking getting on them like of course the the hotter you get them they start to they 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 do grab better but like they they have a good initial feel yeah and they're probably hot i mean the the downside to racing pads is obviously the squeal which art claims is you know and the cold performance the but he's claiming the pluses the, the, are pretty good. I, in the I think cold, these right? are in between. These so, aren't race pads. So these the, are in between. The other downside is they they tear up rotors. Mm. Yeah, because they are but, really they're really powerful. Like yeah. they're they're yeah. really they're gritty, you know. So yeah. they'll they'll go through rotors like twice as fast as like a normal uh, you know yeah. an OEM pad, which is it's compromised like yeah. with every you know it's like everything else like there's compromises in like an OE pad. They're gonna make it super soft. It's gonna have tons of brake dust, and it's the rotor's gonna last for sixty thousand miles. The rotors might only last for like twenty five thousand with the HP pluses or something like that. Yeah, you know? the, the HP pluses are real. That that actually, I, I I don't have an issue with like the squeaking component. I mean, and then I don't have a problem with the the rotor part of it. But the biggest problem I have with them is that they dust a lot. Yeah. Like, oh, really? Yeah, yeah, they they're really bad. Hmm. They're super bad. So I mean, that's what sucks about them for me. It's like because you literally have to like wash your wheels like at least like once a once a week. Yeah, you like you fuck up, up like, the paint, huh? Yeah, exactly. Like those deposits, like will then like, corrode into the fucking surface and like they damage it. So like, um, like I mean, I've seen I've seen wheels like turn black and people don't don't clean them and it's impossible to get to restore them. Like you literally have to sand the paint off and repaint them. Yeah, if you um, go back a few podcasts, that's what I was doing yeah. on my E36. Yeah, oh, Brian's were pretty gnarly. He had like a lot of deposit on his. Yeah. So so yeah, I did the brakes. Um, uh, so I also uh, I I had been reading. I mean, this is one thing that um I had a conversation about with uh, Alex at Sharkworks a while back because he had an NSX and the, one of the first things he did to the car is delete the ABS system because the ABS system on these cars is notoriously shitty. It's like a very you know it's an early ABS system and uh, the, it's very slow to react and also it um you know ABS is for the most part can save you in the sense that they 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 don't allow you to skid and they slow you down very quickly where this is like so slow that you end up actually going a longer distance i feel than just mod- modulating it yourself yeah you end up um, not being able to stop 
Yeah, dude, it's so bad. I actually experienced it a few times uh, recently, and I'm like, fuck this. So I went on the forums, and I, and I figured I found a way that to defeat it. Um, you like you can if you click your e-brake one click up and drive it for about like 30 seconds, it 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 shuts off uh, traction control and the ABS system. And so I had to do that anyways to do the uh, the burnishing of the brakes and like. Um, now I'm, I'm way more confident. It's really fun to like actually modulate the throttle, like threshold braking, like slowing down from like 80. Um, it's, it's, it, you, you, you definitely, I don't know. I feel way more connected to the car now. I feel like I'm in control, you know, like the, the ABS system is so shoddy in these cars and, um, you know, people either delete it or they upgrade it to the later, like open headlight version, which is like, it's like two grand to do that. Uh, the delete is like 200 bucks. So I'll probably end up doing that. Uh, but um, that's, that's going to happen eventually, but I did, um, you know, just figure out how we defeat it for the, for the rally. So, um, I did that and I also reinforced the front lip, uh, with, uh, any future owners of this car are going to find out about this right now. Maybe Warren, um, I used, uh, some screws with a little, with little washers all along the front, um, directly into the bumper. Thank you. Uh, for- because uh, the freaking the, the stock um, the stock bolts it's like little bolts with a with a clip, and they 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 break off. They're not they don't hold enough of the of the of the freaking um, lip material, and they always well, like end up sliding out. You really may bad. find that you're gonna damage your bumper from not popping off. They're really flexible though. The, the lip is super flexible. So I mean, we'll see. I mean. I guess we'll find out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's kind of a wear item, you know, you just, those yeah. lips just. Yeah. Uh, so I'm leaving, obviously the stock lips pretty beat up. So I'm going to rock that for a while. Um, yeah, we have your, uh, other thing. we have your toe cover in, in my hand right now. Ooh, nice. Can you please, uh, uh, like just write some silly shit on it. <laughs> um, so the last uh, last and final update for the NSX is uh, my climate control took a shit last week when I went down to podcast, um, and I was driving in cold and the cold ass uh, <laughs> night up in the mountains. There, I took the you know side roads, and um, my defroster wasn't working. The heater, the heat was completely shot. Like nothing would come on on the on the heat, on the climate control. It was completely dead, and so uh, sure enough, I, I went online and I was doing some research because. Before this happened, the the whole system was being like it was kind of problematic. It was intermittent, sort of like it would only blow on high, and then sometimes it wouldn't come on, and then sometimes it would only blow hot, and and then finally it completely died. And so, sure enough, like people say that the capacitors, uh, there's like these little, you know, things on the circuit board there that uh, they start to leak, and they leak all over the circuit board, and then they just fucking fail. So, um, I pulled it out. It's Acura for you, dude. Most unreliable cars. Oh yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, well, you know, this is a 1991, right? So, yeah, they're I mean, super, yeah, super yeah, shitty. But, yeah, it, it only super took, what, 27 years? 25, 26 years for that to happen? Yeah. Uh, so, so I went and, um, you know, I, I... I thought they had already replaced it. No, they did. I actually yeah, did you said I, there was a whole article about it. They did the stereo, not the, not the climate <laughs> Come on, Lane. They did the stereo. Come on, Lane. Yeah, so they did the stereo, which is also a problem. But the climate control system, uh, I sent a man seven hundred dollars to uh, basically FedEx me a uh, uh, rebuilt climate control. Holy uh, the, shit! The actual circuit board. But I had to pay a five hundred dollar core charge, so that's what that is about. Because he oh, sent me- so it's only two hundred bucks. Okay, only two hundred bucks. So, so normally, so don't normally- go and say it's seven hundred bucks. That's bullshit. Well, I mean. I'm, I'm You're trying to make it sound like it's some big deal. Right. So you spent 200 bucks ah, and you, you got what it fixed. Hell, That's this all good. This is my experience. We're talking about what I did. This is the experience. Lane's a hater. You got to remember. <laughs> hate, no, but hate, a core hate. charge, I mean, it's nothing, dude. It's just a deposit. It's not. It's... Well, here's the thing. Normally, hey, this is good for headlines, Lane. Yes. Clickbait. Normally, you send, you send your uh, circuit board to the guy. And it takes a few days to get there. He sends you one upon receipt, and then you only pay two hundred bucks. But in this case, since I needed to rush, yeah, he sent it first, and then you, you, yeah, just yeah, like you were talking about, yeah, I mean, just like I do with yeah, yeah, car with parts you. all day. I'm with you, Art. Exactly. exactly. So just this like is, you do when you buy a battery. NSX people, that's what's happening. So uh, uh, the part I'm waiting for you to get to is that little sticker that was on the the dude, climate the control, st- which was awesome. So, when I pull the climate control out, um, you know, inside in the on the actual housing in the back, this is something a part that's actually buried deep in the dashboard. Uh, there was a super rad little um, like um, freaking message on it. What did it say? It was like Eternal Sports Mind. Oh, yeah, I have to yeah. It's an Eternal Sports Mind for you, and then it had a tester 
uh, like a little box for the tester to sign, and it has in Japanese the guy's name there. And then um, above that, it says the same thing in Japanese. So kind of cool. I mean, like, I cool. guess, yeah. you know, there you go, Lane. You expected this thing to fail 20 years down the road, so you get a little treat. That's true. That's true. Uh, but uh, that's, the, that's the extent of that with the NSX. Uh, okay, so you're ready? feeling good. You're feeling great. NSX is ready to like, roll. Um, ready to roll. Cool. Uh, when are you, what time are you leaving San Francisco on Friday? I'll be out of here probably no later than 5 a.m. Uh, it's, it's a little bit, over, a little over two hours to get there. So yeah. Um, and weather, who knows? Yeah. Oh, that's true. Oh crap. Yeah. Maybe even earlier. Who so we'll knows? See. I don't think it's going to be a real serious storm, but uh, there's yeah. some wind. So it doesn't know. look like it. You never know. Um, Okay, well, uh, anything else you guys want to cover rally-wise before we maybe finish this? It's kind of um, disheartening that we've had a few dropouts. Like, um, a couple were pretty serious reasons. Yeah, like our buddy, uh, his Alex. engine blew, and then yeah. another guy, uh, Alex, his uh, wife has pneumonia. And... I really hope she feels better. That's serious. Yeah. And then someone had a funeral, which is a total bummer. And, uh, yeah, that's kind of how it goes. But you know what? We we have a lot of people. so We kind of overbooked it a little bit. <laughs> yeah. And, and, like, looking, you know, thinking this might happen. And uh, We're still right though. at our max. And yeah. we were able to yeah. cover some spots with some pretty interesting additions. So right. I think that'll be cool. Uh, for, for sure. Um any cars you guys wanted to mention? I know, Brian, you said you wanted to talk about I, I, I have a list in front of me. Uh, I don't know. Uh, the Harama, 72 Lamborghini Harama, 75 Ferrari 308 GT4, um, Volvo V90 with an LS swap. PSST. PSST. So, uh, I GT3 uh, RS. You guys know Mark uh, Christie, right? Yeah. Have you guys seen a 69 Camaro? Of course. Dude. That was the car. So in Marvin, high school. yeah, in in high school, Marvin was a senior when we were freshmen or something or yeah. sophomore. Yeah, that was Marvin's first car. Yeah, and so they uh, he drove that, and they got to park in like the senior <laughs> parking lot. And I remember just staring at that thing during English class, so stoked on it. Manual transmission, <laughs> three fifty racing stripes, like a kind of a rad like orangey red color. Wide ass tires, and then he did a six speed manual, uh, like a Viper transmission swap in college. And he did a, uh, at the time, this is like pre LS kind of, so he did whatever, like, I don't know what easy for it's or a, something like that. one of those, but it's like a 383 stroker kind of thing or something like that. Mm-hmm. So he did a big engine in it and everything. Uh, and it I'm been, really stoked on that. I, has, I totally missed it somehow. Like in, in it was kind of you know? it was in the recent like well, last like three or four weeks. Like Mark Mark had uh, texted me he was looking at getting something from um, Turo. Turo, and he's like, "Oh, it's either an STI or Marv 69 Camaro." I'm it's like, "Dude, 69 Camaro yeah. all day long." And he's like, and then he texts me the next day. He's like, "69 Camaro or bust." And I'm like, yeah, "Yes, exactly." Dude. So. Pretty rad. Um, nice. Austin Mini Cooper. Oh, um, yeah. I think it looks sweet. 1984 uh, BMW 635 uh, CSI Euro. No, he's not coming. Not, not oh, that's right. That's right. Uh, 73 Bavaria. Uh, 20, oh, yeah. 2010 uh, Audi R8 V10. Tim. 996 GT3. Oh, one that's not going to be on there that I just confirmed actually a couple hours ago. Uh, Eric Horton will be driving a 718. Oh. Oh, okay. Oh, that's yeah, cool. Yeah. He Turo'd it. <clears throat> nice. Oh, that's pretty sweet. They have a 718 on Turo? Um, yeah. an S or a standard? Ah, shit, good question. I don't, I, I need to look back at text, but, uh, but I know that he's doing that. And the plan is that he's going to drive that, uh, through Saturday. Uh, and then he's going to go get his dad's, uh, Volvo. Is it a 544? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Uh, the old rally car, and apparently they like tuned it up for him and everything, and then he's gonna drive it out to that event we're gonna do in the yeah. morning, and then do the rest of the day. Sweet, uh, that's with awesome. us in that car. Although, <laughs> that's great. Yeah. <laughs> um, Lane, what were you saying about uh, the modern, the new Boxster versus the 430 Ferrari? Oh, so there was a uh, Motor Trend did like you know they have the best drivers car every year, Art. Yep. <clears throat> so they did best of the rest test 
recently. And it was kind of cars that didn't, you know, they only had like 12 cars in the Motor Trend Best Driver's Car. So it's kind of like the cars that didn't make the cut to be in that test. And the 718 Boxster S uh, lapped uh, Streets of Willow faster than a 2012 uh, Ferrari 458. Whoa. And R8 V10. Holy shit. Uh, and it's 0 to 60 in 3.7 seconds. Dang. That's insane. Boxster. Yes. Entry level. A Boxster. How much are those going for? I mean, they're 100 k Yeah. But, <laughs> I mean, you can get them less, but, you know, it's like that's 90. The, that's the S, right? Yeah. Say so like 80. So 80. much car. Isn't that crazy, though? But it got second place in the best of the rest as, you know, as the, uh, to the Fiat Abarth. Uh, Miata. The Miata. Fiata. Fiata. Oh. Because like they said the Boxster is basically like too much car. Yeah. It's just too fast, too capable. You never have to shift out a second like, gear. Yeah, you just drive the thing and you're like, okay, I'm bored. Like, it's just too capable. That's what we were it's talking not about. not engaging. Well, we, we started talking about cars that you have to row through the gears to get it to do something. And every time I drive a 996 or whatever, I'm, I never get out of second gear. Yeah. I don't have that experience. You never with, have to. Yeah. It's kind of a bummer. You just got to gear them like crazy. Right. Maybe that would be cool. That would be cool to have like, like a really low gear. Like 140 yeah. mile an hour top speed. Or just put, what is that? You put super tiny wheels and tires on? Oh, yeah. Just put like 13s. Yeah. <laughs> You'd have to change all the you brakes. Yeah, change the brakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. That's <laughs> funny. Like the GTI has 18s. And I think it would be cool to have 17s with a little meteor tire. Yeah. But I don't even know if they would clear the brakes. That's a thing. Like, what's the smallest wheel I can fit I on there? I think you might be able to fit 17s. I know 16s wouldn't work. Crazy. Um, are we doing trivia on this episode or next? Oh, it would be this one. No, this is a Thursday edition. It is yeah, Thursday full, edition. but it is a Sunday edition. No, I think this is a no trivia. Okay. I think so. Wait, what do you think, Art? Oh, I don't want to. Now I feel like a, now I feel like I'm robbing the audience of a trivia all right what did you, what's your vote no i mean i i think this is a thursday edition okay. and the Sunday okay. based edition. on the uh, precedent okay. uh <laughs> precedent uh based on okay. the day it comes out well that's the yeah. podcast then we'll see everyone in carmel uh the rest of you you'll have to look at our instagram feed which is going to be <laughs> understandably taken over hashtag crr27 yeah it's gonna go crazy so unsubscribe or subscribe now <laughs> And everybody be safe on the rally. Please. That's, that's uh, number one. key number one. Number one. That's all that matters. Yep. Safe and enjoy. Yep. All it's right. going to be a blast. We'll see you all soon. Oh, and thanks to all of our sponsors. Haggerty. Yeah. Haggerty. Burzo. 1552. Uh, Seattle Speedometer. Seattle Speedometer. Heel and Toe. Sharkworks. Retrograde. And Retrograde and AutoWorks Detailing. I think we got them all. Yeah. And if we didn't, thank you too. Yeah. And if you ever want to sponsor Driving Well Awesome, contact team at you know, drivingwellawesome.com. There was that one guy that sent an email that I feel bad. We, I don't think we ever responded. Uh, he had oh, a yeah. cool app idea where it like, pairs people with, when you get a speeding ticket, it'll pair you with a local lawyer who will do it for cheap or something, help you out for cheap. It was a cool little app idea, but I th it, it just came too late. Uh, but Oh, yeah, that was the guy. He's on the rally in the blue, that's right. the blue Miata, I believe. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. We'll have to talk to him when you're on the rally. Yeah. Um, so that's oh, it. Wait. Uh, One thing I want to say. No, no, you get Real quick, since this is coming out, we're all, and I'll probably mention this on, in the driver's meeting, but we're all going on this rally because we, we like this car stuff. But one of the best parts of it is that the characters, the people on the rally are super interesting. I mean, there's industry people in like design in, uh, running shops, uh, making apparel. I mean, all this different stuff in the hobby. So it's not just the rally, uh, the roads and the cars. It's like kind of the hangout talking to people, getting to know people to drive them awesome. Oh, for sure. That's a huge part of community. it. Community. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. So it's awesome. Fun. We That's got awesome. chefs <laughs> yes. got chefs, and we have, yeah. and we have art and we have art. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck I do. <laughs> Speaking of interesting characters, I don't know. <laughs> All right, don't hang up, Art. Don't hang up. Peace. Later. Bye.
and you know Brian's got a lot of experience driving not only on damp roads but on wet racetracks. Remember he won practice in the oh, rain. One practice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right, Art. Good memory. <laughs>